Hey, everybody. Welcome to The Barbell Strikes Back. I'm your host, James McDermott, and joining me today is Catherine Toniati Yanilovich. I think I nailed that this time again. That was <laughs> right, pretty Kat? good. That was pretty good. It's been a, while, a little while. Yeah. Uh, we are meeting today because uh, Rob Kearney is going for a log lift world or American record. Yes. And we are watching it live currently. And there was, there was a little craziness trying to get on this, uh, this podcast and this stream because we thought it was going to be 1 p.m. Eastern time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it turns out, you know, uh, it's actually 12 p.m. Eastern time. And I, don't, I think Rogue just posted the incorrect uh, time on their thing. Yeah, and luckily I was watching the Rogue Invitational and there was a little uh, snippet about, oh, hey, eight minutes and 22 seconds. It was like a countdown. I, I know. And then, you See know, no joke. Else, no yeah, joke. I wouldn't have even me, realized. You texted me that and I'm like, are you, I was about to step into the shower. And I was oh, like, no. so I had to like race around. I got dressed again and I'm texting Frank, you know, Frank's going to join us here soon and just pretty much just scrambling so we could get on here and, and watch. And Rob just uh, lifted 190 kilograms for his first attempt and he made yes. it right. It looks like he did a, a good job on that. Uh, the yeah, it, um, it looked easy, very easy. Um, so good choice on the first attempt, make something that, you know, you got all day. It's kind of crazy because I was listening to the announcers and they mentioned before uh, he hit this attempt that the original record was 170 kilograms set by Bill Kazmaier, legendary strongman. Um, yes. And it's just kind of crazy that he's opening 20 kilos heavier than that original record. And Bill Kazmaier is a, a monster. That, um, yeah, that original record uh, was 1980. So it, this is... 40 years later um, and 1980 was the first time that log lift had appeared in World's Strongest Man. Now, is there a standard for the log itself? Like I know there's metal logs, there's wooden logs, like what, what it looks like he's using a wooden log right now. Right now. Um, yeah. So originally, I mean, they use wooden logs. It was basically like, oh, it's a log. Well, we're going to cut a tree down and uh, make you know, dig out spots for some handles and uh, that's what you're going to lift. And yeah. uh, now the wooden logs are, have come back into style. I think metal logs were, went into fashion um, maybe uh, around 2000, year 2000, not sure. Uh, but now wooden logs, that's like, they're much harder to lift because, you know, trees aren't usually exactly cylindrical sometimes and uh, they're usually thicker the um, the more the log diameter, the uh, wider the log diameter, the more difficult it is to press. I see. Yeah, it's at the gym at Albany CrossFit, we have just the two metal logs, as you know. And uh, in mm -hmm. the spirit of today's event, I went over there this morning and snuck in a little log lifting and I PR'd my log lift, uh, which awesome. it's, you know, I hadn't done it in eight years. So it was pretty easy to just get a little PR on the board. Uh, I found that by far the hardest part was just cl the clean. Like I see mm -hmm. Rob is taking it off of blocks and I mm -hmm. was taking it from the floor. So my first question to you from a technical standpoint, uh, why do they do that? Why don't they take it straight from the floor? And two, um, what's, what's, what's the technique he's looking for here? Is he allowed to uh, separate on the clean? Or is there, are there any penalties? Can he do any overhead style movement? What, what's, what are the rules for today? So he's probably taking it off blocks because they're using the rogue uh, metal plates and they're not bumpers. So um, you can't drop the log at all. Um, if he was using bumper plates, then he probably wouldn't need those uh, pads technically. Although sometimes they do because when the weight gets up that high, they don't really expect you to lower it gently. Yeah. Um, and, and the, the logs, you know, the, the ends can be prone to bending if you, if you drop from the top. Um, so I think that that's why he's pulling off pads. Um, and okay. if you floor on bumpers, um, I think that's usually how it goes in actual competition now. So that would be legal. So like if I'm training it, I should just put it on the pads because we've got them 
Is there any yeah. kind of a, a training advantage to taking it from the floor? I don't think there's any advantage uh, to taking it from the floor. Um, it's certainly harder the lower to the ground it is because you're, you have to deadlift that weight. So if you're not using bumper plates, it's certainly, you know, it's further from um, your center of gravity. So it's, it's more difficult that way. Yeah. And um, I, I was definitely using bumpers. So I was able to get my feet underneath it because it was propped up a little bit. Uh, but then when I saw him doing it on the pads, I was like, ah, oh, maybe I was doing too much. Yeah, you definitely need to be able to get your feet under it. You need to get right up onto that log, um, be right next to it. You don't want it far from your body when you're trying to lift it up. And uh, the clean portion of the log is a lot different than cleaning a barbell. So you do need to get right up on and get your feet under it. So with, with the clean of the log, since it's so wide and cylindrical and awkward, uh, what I was doing is I was deadlifting it up into my lap Mm -hmm. and kind of crouching down. I'm trying to get my elbows high scarecrow style mm -hmm. and I'm pinning my chin to the log mm -hmm. and trying to hollow out my chest as well. Just trying to get as much surface area of the log touching as much of me as possible. And then I would just kind of stand and flip it up and back. And I did strict press, push press and split jerk. And I think maybe some push jerk. So I was, the heavier it got, the more it started to turn into a jerk. Is all of that legal? Yeah, absolutely. So the way you describe the clean is that's how I do it. And that's how most people do it. Um, and then strongman's very much like, however you get it overhead, you get it overhead. Um, a strict press, push press, push jerk, split jerk. Um, you just can't rest it on your head. Like you can't go to press it and then rest it like on top of your head and then finish the lift. That's the only illegal move. So if that log hits his mohawk, is it, is it done? If it touches the mohawk, that's fine. But if he rests it on his head for a period of time before finishing the press out, um, that is not legal. Okay. Do people actually try to do that? I can't imagine trying to balance that thing on my head this morning. <laughs> I think like back in the old days, some guys would do that like with rocks and things. And it was very much like the techniques were, you know, lifting a log wasn't something standard. You didn't, you know, do that every day. So some of these guys were probably figuring out some of these apparatuses on the fly and it just seemed like something to do. Um, I see. Once they saw people doing that, they were like, yeah, I can't do that. Yeah. You got to have, <laughs> you know, and... <laughs> safety. You know, people like going for their head and then. Well, yeah. As soon as you allow it, that becomes part of the technique. So you're, you're, you're yeah. right. Maybe you bump it up to your shoulders, then you bump it up to the top of your head and mm -hmm. then press it out overhead, yeah. which I wouldn't yeah. want to balance several hundred pounds on my neck. That doesn't seem like a good idea. Yeah, no, people will be doing it on purpose, neck injuries, head injuries. I think that's part of it. Um, well, and well I, hey, Frank's here. Bob, um, talking about the split jerk, he is notorious for split jerking, one of the only strong men to do that. Um, really? So yeah, we will probably, uh, um, he split jerked that, la that first attempt, you, we will probably be seeing split jerks today. Well, that makes me feel so good about what I was doing this morning. You know, because yeah, I just naturally went to the split jerk for my, my last lift. Frank, how are we doing? What's up, hello. This is, uh, this, is the this is the fastest we've ever had to scramble to get a podcast <laughs> going. I know, that's crazy. I was, yeah, I look at my phone, I'm about to like eat some food and I look at the phone and you know, like 12 o'clock, I'm like, oh boy, all right. <laughs> it, it just came out of nowhere. Like I was just telling Kat, you know, I was literally about to step into the shower and I checked my phone and I have to, I'm like, oh man, we need to get going. So at least we caught it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, so they the, must've uh, been like, like a pre-show starting at 12 was what they were talking about or something, or has he actually like been lifting? Uh, he's one attempt in, so he's yep. already taken okay. 190 kilograms, which was his yep. first attempt. I believe his second is going to be 202, and then he's going to okay. go for 17, I heard. Yes. So this is like we did with the deadlift, three attempts? Yep, he gets three attempts. Uh, Zadrunas Zavikis, did I say that right, Kat? Yes, yes. Uh, he is judging, which he's kind of, he's essentially watching it the same way we are, which is kind of funny. So yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's in Lithuania <laughs> watching. Which, I mean, first, where, where are my manners? Kat, this is Frank. Frank, this is Kat. Hi, Kat. Hello, Frank. Nice to meet you. <laughs> you too. 
both podcast alumni. We're all coming together in the spirit of heavy lifts today. Heck yes. Yeah, I'm excited. I, I like this uh, world record thing that they've been, they've been starting up. So, well, and it's pretty cool because all right, I've, I, I've, I'm flip flopping on my stance on this whole mm -hmm. record thing. Yes, come to the dark side. Yep, I'm coming. Yeah, like you convinced me on your podcast, Kat. Uh, but then now I'm completely co convinced because they keep doing this. Uh, they've already done one with the giant dumbbell and the stones, and mm -hmm. now here we are at the log. And actually. Looks like Rob is gearing up for his second yes. attempt. 202 kilograms, 445 pounds. Okay, yes. Watch for that split jerk. I like I like the tight game going on right now. Oh yeah. He's the best dressed man and strong man. <laughs> I've never lifted in tights, but singlet's the closest I've gotten to. I think, you're looking, I think you're, you're looking at your first uh, tight purchase, James. These right I, I yeah, I yeah. yeah. I mean, I always am wearing tights. Um, I don't think I'd want to wear like gym shorts. I feel like they would just get in my way. Oh man, here he goes. Here we go. All right. Into the lap. Textbook. Ooh. Oh yeah, there. Hey, the split. All right. Yep. So he did that split. Now in strongman, it doesn't matter if you press out, right? You can just get it overhead. Absolutely lock it not. It can be the ugliest press out you've ever seen, as long as um, you control it and then your feet come together if you do a split. I, I've had this conversation with a couple of guests so far on the podcast that that's maybe just the way weightlifting needs to go someday. Just take out that press out rule and let people go. I would love to see that. Um, I don't know. I just want to see more big lifts. And if letting a little bit of press out through is the way to get it. Yeah. So Kat, let's talk about some of this technique that we're seeing from Rob. Mm -hmm. Earlier, I mentioned, you know, I was anchoring my chin to mm -hmm. the log that I was using. I'm seeing he's sitting more upright with mm -hmm. the log just kind of resting on his stomach. And he really has his stomach just really chalked, like, all around where mm -hmm. his belt is and his, his upper abs. Is this a different technique? Um, it's the same technique. He's not putting his chin on it. Um, I think the chin cue is to get you to make sure you keep your chest as close to the log and to pin it to your body. Um, and maybe something he no longer needs to kind of put his chin down to um, allow him to, to do that. Um, a lot of times people if your chin's not on it, they get lax, they're not tight. Um, you need your whole upper back and your lats to be, you need to be actively pulling that into your body the whole time. You're not just sitting there holding it, you're crushing it. So I think the, the chin cue might be um, something that most people use until maybe they don't need it. Um, it could be that this is just very light and he's um, loosened up on, on his technique a little bit. Um, but as probably, um, I didn't watch a, I didn't watch a, a lot of his, his lifts before this. Um, could just be part of his style. Could just be his technique. Yeah. There could be, it could be, he doesn't want to put his chin down and have his neck in that position. Now who holds the record right now? For the American? Yeah. Rob, 471. Rob uh, Oberst? Rob Kearney. Oh, oh, he, he holds it. Okay. All right. I, I saw a lot of people posting in comments everywhere about Robert Oberst. Are they like rivals on this log lift? Um, I don't know if they're rivals. I know some years back, uh, Eddie Hall and uh, Oberst were kind of going back and forth, a little bit of friendly trash talk. Eddie gets in it with everybody, huh? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I think Oberst, again, sometimes... Um, yeah, he gets a little, little like uh, trash talky, you know, like, oh, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And no, yeah, I love that. Yeah, a little, little friendly rivalry, but I don't think it's like a real. You know. I feel like like uh, Eddie Hall is the Conor McGregor of strongman. <laughs> yeah. Just oh, yeah, it was me. it was heated. It was heated. But this was like four or five years ago. Oh, so I love that. He's like 
he, he's like not not quite a rookie, but he's still like not the world's strongest man. But he's just talking all the trash. That's why mm. that's probably why he became the world's strongest man because he's just so confident. I love his videos. Yeah, yeah, he's got a personality, which uh, is good. It's good for the sport. So, what should we expect to see on this last lift, other than him making it? Like, this is going to be, you know, he, I, I'm fully confident he's going to set this record. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's going to make this lift, but I'm noticing he gets it up there to his shoulders and he's got that big lean back. And I was trying to do that. I, I was, I think I was trying to stay a little too vertical, like a barbell jerk. And I'm trying to look yeah. straight ahead and I forgot you're supposed to like, I guess, look up, you look rest up, in your yeah. neck a little bit more. That would have made it less awkward, but like how, how do things change on a log press, the heavier it gets, what kind of things do you have to do to leverage against this kind of a weight? Um, you have to keep it like on the clean, you have to explode out of that bottom position. You have to keep it tight to your chest. You cannot let that log slip down. And then you have to be aware of your breathing because when that log is on your chest, I mean, it it just crushes you so much more than a regular barbell. It's just weighing down on you. You need to make sure I breathe at the bottom before I get it to my chest. I take a huge deep breath. I get it to my chest and then I try not to waste too much time. Um, and then I go, uh, into the jerk. I don't take another breath, um, in the rack position. Yeah. It's, it's really hard to breathe when that thing is on you. Like with a barbell, you can get your breath on, but it's just, it takes up so much area on just your entire upper body and neck. It does. And leaning your head back. I have a, I have a issue. I think it's that head position. I get lightheaded. So, um, you just have to yeah, be cognizant of when you're taking your breaths um, and keeping your head in a, in a laid back position, but such that, you know. I, I gotta get, I gotta get Frank up here to try the log lift. Yes. Next time you're up here, Frank, we need to bust out that log. Yeah, I feel like that's gonna be a really humbling experience. You know, I've, I've jerked, what, three, We've gone over 350 pounds. I, yeah. I don't think we'll get close with the log. I think it's going to be like in the twos. Well, so, so Kat, wh- how, what's the correlation? Is there like, like if you can do X with a barbell, would you maybe be able to do X or Y on a log? Like, is there any kind of correlate? Um, you're going to, in my experience, most people don't do as much on a log as on a barbell. Yeah. So I would say you're probably, um, you're probably going to be 10 to 15% lower on your log. Um, the clean might be the hardest part at first because it's yeah. so, so different. Uh, yeah, that definitely felt like the harder part today was getting out of the hole to clean it up. And it, it, yeah. it's, sep- it's, it, it's separated a little bit. So I had mm-hmm. to almost curl and muscle it up and lean back yeah. a little more. And I feel like I could get away with that, with the weight I was using. Um, a heavier weight, I don't think I'd be able to do that. I think it would just fall right back down. Yeah, you have to explode. Um, do a lot. I mean, I'm sure you already do. Lots of front squats, I think, is something that helps with the, that explosiveness. Um, you got to really explode out of that bottom, keep it tight, squeezing it to your chest the whole time, and then basically just rolling it up your body. And yeah, I think that I think that turnover's got to be the hardest part, especially for someone like me that would never, never picked up a log before. That's mm-hmm. definitely got to be tough. Like you know, because my front squat's pretty good. You know, I don't think once it's wrecked and like standing it up and everything, mm-hmm. I don't think that would be my issue. It's definitely turning it over, keeping it close would definitely be the hard part. Yeah, definitely. I think that's one of the hardest parts when people are new. The fortunate thing is if you don't have a great rack position, like my husband, if he has a barbell, it doesn't even touch mm. us. Like he's so inflexible with the log. It's not so, so if you're not as flexible, it's, it's a little bit of a help. It might right. almost be better than a barbell for you. Is that because of the hand position? Yes. Yeah. yeah. That is because of the hand position, the neutral grip and the fact that it's thicker, it's, t- it can touch your chest. Whereas a barbell, right. You don't have that flexibility. It, you know, it's, four inches off your chest, you're not, you're not putting the power into that barbell that you could, a log. Yeah. I really enjoyed that 
that grip position. It's like a neutral grip position. It's almost like just uh, resting a dumbbell on your shoulder. Would dumbbell pressing and training help for the log press when going overhead? For me, I don't, I don't find that there's much of a correlation. I think neutral grip training, um, but like with a circus, maybe a regular dumbbell, if you very specifically um, kind of mimic that grip. But with a circus dumbbell, you're so turned out, it's a completely different. Yeah, that's what I meant. Like animal. a regular dumbbell with like a neutral grip doing presses. Yeah, certainly regular like dumbbell, neutral grip, keeping the elbows in. Uh, how, do you how do you train for this then? Just do log lifts? Is there any, any sort of accessory work other than, you know, getting your squat up that would help you with that, that overhead press? Um, I train um, upper back accessories, um, things like that, strengthening your lats. Um, certainly a close grip bench press. Mm -hmm. um, I usually use as an accessory. Um, front squats, again, also translate to it for that clean. Um, but yeah, you need... Um, Strong lats, strong upper back is, is something I think people don't think about when they think about the log. But it's very important, especially to stabilize it in the rack position before you go into the press. If you can't stabilize it well there, um, then you're not going to be able to dip drive. So that's to get strong enough to be in that laid back position mm -hmm. when, and yeah. when you're in yeah. the rack position. And then also kind of going for the dip. I felt like my knees were shooting forward more when going for the it's dip. Very, it is very hard to, to dip without the knees coming forward with the log. Mm. It's definitely something Everyone, that's on all the time. Well, that's it. We need a bunch of logs now, and we're just going to cycle that into Barbell Club, the training cycle. Oh, yeah. Um, I think it will, I don't know, it'll, it might make the barbell seem easier after doing that, it. That's what I was wondering. Like, if, if, if like I spent a little bit of time with the log and got that up, if going back to a barbell, it would feel so, the barbell would feel so small in your hands. And like, mm -hmm. I already have small hands. So like dealing with the log and like dealing with mm -hmm. an axle or something like that, and then going back to a regular barbell would probably make that grip just seem so much better. You know what we gotta do, James? <clears throat> What's I, that? Was, I was going off of Kat's math here, right? She said roughly 10 to 15% maybe would um you know with a little bit of practice would be about kind of where you're at with the log versus the the barbell so about 10 to 15 percent less you know what that would put lasha at what about like 485 ish we got to find a way to get lasha to try this i want to see what he could do so that's, this is that's the one be... strongman move this is the one strongman move that i think would translate okay i think he would get wrecked and everything else Probably, you know, deadlifts and mm -hmm. squats and all this other stuff, he'd get destroyed. This might be the one the one thing, because I'm looking at Rob's split jerk, and, um, you know, there's a little bit of – I'm sure you picked up on some technique things that yeah, probably – his, his back foot curves he, in. He does that purposefully. Oh, he does. A little special thing. Okay, well, hold on. Talk I cannot that. do that. I, I will – no, I cannot. So what, why does he do that? Because if – if, if I was working with you in the gym and I saw you doing that on a regular clean and jerk, I would want to fix that. Mm -hmm. So why does he do that? To kind of anchor and stop? Yeah, to, to stabilize. Uh, more, he's more stable that way. And I think that's something he's, he's just developed himself over time. Yeah. Um, me knowing the proper way to do it, I can't get myself to do that. And also my knees are just like, no, cat, don't. If you mess up, no. Yeah, yeah that would put scary. a lot scary a look. lot of torque on the knee yeah um, yeah i wouldn't want to do that and to go back to frank's point uh i think the exceptional jerk technique that lasha has would mm -hmm. help him so much yeah i think you could certainly jerk regular normal style because i i do i don't yeah. put out like that um well they're weighing it yeah. so oh okay. yeah i gotta right make sure it's there. legit <laughs> i love how there's i love how they're showing Zadrunas's face like it, it looks like a picture like he has no he looks facial like frozen yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. like a oh my oh my god could you imagine if when he, rob is going for this last lift the feed freezes or stutters like what do they do in that situation if Zadrunas didn't see all of it or lost the connection? they've got to have a backup judge i mean yeah I, I would hope so 
So they should have there? three, two on site, and then Zadrunas. And then no pressure, the greatest log presser of all time is judging your lift. Didn't Zadrunas yeah. have the record at one point? For this? He still has the record. Oh, okay. 2015, he 228 kilograms. Oh, so that's that's international record. That's that is world. world. That is world record. Okay. This is the okay. American record. Okay. Yep. Yeah. It's all about USA today. Oh yeah. That's Imagine right. Four, four kilograms, 475 freedom units. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine if Zadrunas saw this lift and he was just like, "Oh, that's cute." You know what would be <laughs> nice amazing, lift, Frank, kiddo. <laughs> is, is after he does this lift, Z the camera on Zadrunas' end pans back and he has his own log. <laughs> Two thirty or something on there, <laughs> or, or maybe he's got this weight and he just reps it out. He's like, "Here's yeah. five." Yeah, that's that's hilarious. If you yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, of the of the top ten greatest log lifts of all time, like heaviest log lifts of all time in the record books, out of the top ten, Zadrunas has eight. Oh my gosh! And then, yeah, <laughs> he has eight of the top ten. That's crazy. That's are, are they all heavier than this? Um, yeah, I think. Uh, let, me, let me look at my list. Would this break the, into the top ten? Are we going to see one of Zadrunas fall out? I think the lowest on the, the list is like 117 and a half. So I think this is just under that. T 217 and a half, you mean? Uh, yes, sorry. 217. Oh, okay. So this is just under that. So it's not even, how do you have eight of the top 10? That's just, that's just so yeah. dominant. Mm -hmm. he, he has, I mean, he set that record in 2015 and just this year, I think Tom Stoltman came close, but did not break it. Um, no one else has, no one else has, I think, come, come close to breaking it. So we got three large guys moving it off the scale now to the boxes. And if anyone wanted to watch this back and kind of watch it as we're watching it, you would just go to Jim Shark TV on YouTube, and that's where we're watching the stream. So I guess it's powered by Rogue, but other people are streaming it or something. Yeah, I think Rogue's providing the equipment, but um, the other sponsors are doing the stream. Probably because of the Invitational that's happening. Yeah, they, yeah they're, they they're, they're live streaming the Invitational, yeah. They tricked us good over there at Rogue. <laughs> with their one one fifteen p.m. Eastern time, I just looked at the the post. Is when they said this was going to be going down. Thank God I'm obsessed with CrossFit and I have to watch every competition. I know yeah. you you saved the day. You caught it. So he's wrapping up right now. This is oh yeah, he's getting ready. It. This is. Whew. You need one of these wooden logs, James, with the ropes wrapped around it and everything. I know it looks so cool. Yeah. I just need to cut down a tree. I feel like a, a log you make yourself is more satisfying. Yep. Yeah. Here he goes. All right. Got it on the chest. Ooh, hold it. Oh. Yeah. All right. Nice. Uh, I, I love how. Zadrunas is holding his hand up to tell him to put it down yeah. on the screen. I wonder how big the monitor in front of Rob is right now. Oh yeah, I wonder how. Because because you're not even you're not even seeing Zadrunas until like the lift is over, right? And then at that point, I think you know whether you got it. Or... <laughs> yeah, like you're you're and imagine having to look around for the camera or the little yeah. screen. Someone yeah. probably yells, "All right, put it down." Oh, we have a new American record on the log right. lift. This is awesome. I'm so glad he got it. Yeah. Yeah, this is, this is, this is really exciting. I mean, we're getting. That was a beautiful claim right there. Wow. So I'm seeing when he went to do that jerk, he kind of stayed like he pressed it up almost like you would like an incline bench press. Mm -hmm. So imagine your head is staying behind the bar and it's out in front of you. And he's literally looking at the bottom of the log. 
mm-hmm. stabilizing and then coming through. That's that's got to be specific technique. Like that's not an error, right? Um, probably on that one, it's quite heavy. So he wasn't able to push it behind. Normally, um, a big cue when you're in the rack position, when you when you jerk, you're thinking, push it behind you. Mm. Instinctively, if you're pushing behind, it's really going to travel more in a straight line. Um, the log tends to come out in front of you just because it is already out in front of you. Um, so probably because it was very heavy, he didn't push it behind very much. Um, so he was a little behind it, but it certainly wasn't enough behind it to keep him from getting. I see. Makes sense. That was amazing. I'm so glad he got it. Now, yeah. I noticed they're saying it's, it's, is that the official name of the movement, a log lift? Like not a log clean and jerk or log clean and press? Generally in strongman, they'll call it log press. Um, I think maybe they're calling it log lift now because, you know, press can be confusing. It's not a, when I think of press, I think strict press. Yeah. But it's, it's really lifting it overhead any way you possibly can. Um, so I think that's kind of a new, I think that that's a new term. I've mostly heard log press. Yeah. I, I was surprised. Like when I saw rogues thing and when I was writing up my own post, I was like, wait a minute, log lift? Like, I don't, like, I've never written that before. Right. So that's why I was like, I I need to ask Kat that tomorrow. (laughs) Right. Like what lift, right? But yeah, most people, if you're lifting a log, it's, it's always overhead. So now it's at 475 and we're 25 pounds off of 500 pounds. Mm. Who do we think can get there? in the United States to break the American record. Is it going to be Rob? Is he going to keep pushing the record forward or are there others out there chasing it down? Boy. I think right now, Rob, I think is probably, well, obviously he has the record. Um, I don't know if there's anyone close. I'm trying to think. I mean, Robert Oberst, I think, would be another name. I think I've, I've heard his log training has been going well, so he may challenge soon. Um, I don't know. Well, Martins, and he's from the U.S., uh, Martins Lisas, he is technically world's strongest man. Um, but he's, he's from the U.S.? Lately, so I don't know kind of where he's at. Wow. He lifts. He lifts for the U.S. Um, they always list him as a USA, but he is from. Where is he? He's. Uh, he was born in Latvia, I believe. Latvia, that's what it is. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. We met him at the Arnold. I have a picture with him, me and the boys, after uh, that last day of lifting. We met him. Mm-hmm. We were on our way down from. Uh, we went up to this uh, lounge, and uh, we were on our way down at the end of the night. And he actually jumped in the elevator with us. We we're like, oh boy. He took up like half the elevator, like, oh, geez. And then we got to the bottom. Uh, one of the guys chimed up, like, can we get a picture? And he had two of us on one side, two of us on the other, puts his arms out around us, and he literally wingspanned mm-hmm. all four of us, plus himself, like, had his arms around the entire group. He's just such a massive guy. You know, I never asked you this, but in the elevator ride, was it just silence? Like, when this no, giant man gets no, in? No, there, there may have been, um, you know, we – we were celebrating a good week. So everybody was uh, feeling very social and uh, some of the guys were, <laughs> were quite chatty. Um, and uh, a couple of the guys didn't know that he had won the world's strongest man. So they were asking him like, uh, there was a couple of like silly questions asked. So if you, uh, I think, I think maybe Miguel might've had his foot in his mouth at one point. Um, <laughs> but it was, it was a pretty, pretty funny running into him, but apparently he was up there with, um, there was a girl that was at the Arnold. Uh, I forget her name. She was a WWE diva. There was, uh, I think Half Thor was up there with them, but we didn't see him on uh, a few other people. So there nice. was, uh, yeah, there was a good, good group of guys and we ran into him on the way out and I was pumped. Well, hey, let's, let's pause here for a second. It looks like they're going to interview Rob. Uh, I'll play it through my speakers so we can document what he's saying on the podcast here. Let's see what his thoughts are. One second. I was just off of the Arnold. I hadn't really trained log too seriously, and I didn't know how it would go. Um, but fortunately, with you know some great 
training, coaching, and everything just kind of came through at the right time. Um, it felt really good. You know, I think that uh, that this isn't the goal. You know, the American record is great. But after some conversations with you, I think there's something bigger that we're hoping for in, this, in the future. Well, you know, Rob, it, it's funny. And for those that are watching that maybe have, have lifted a log before or haven't or don't know really anything about, about uh, the sort of straw man, one thing to realize, too, is, you know, when you look at Rob weighing in, you know, right around 290, this is over one and a half times his, his body weight. That's significant. I mean, there's people that can't bench that or deadlift that. You know, in addition, the, the world record for the log press for the open class for guys that weigh anything over 231 pounds is 502.5 pounds that's actually just under a six percent increase in weight so you know the, the american record is 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 amazing i mean but what's your thoughts on you know that five percent do you think you have what it takes to, to set a new america a new world record i think based on you know my current body weight where i'm going where everything is kind of trending in my training i think a world record is within reach um you know the fact that we went from you know, going, like I, like Stan mentioned before, I was missing a 400-pound log press just a few weeks ago. And now the fact that, you know, I hit the, the 475.75, um, you know, I think with some serious training and just kind of dialing it in, I think a world record's definitely within reach. Well, absolutely. And, and what's, you know, I, I alluded to it before, you actually have a world record as a lightweight athlete you set quite a few years ago. You know, what do you think that the importance of, of, of having that record as a lightweight, you know, was to, you know, your desire to have an American record and openly an open world record? I think it's just, you know, the culmination of years and years of training. You know, I think I, I mentioned it, um, I've mentioned it before where I, I really set these small attainable goals for myself that I knew I could achieve. And starting with the 105 world record, jumping up to the opens um, and just really just increasing that log press strength over the course of the years, I think, you know, the next stepping stone after the American record is just to get the world record. Um, you know, this was absolutely an amazing day. It's, you know, something we've worked towards for a long time. Um, you know, I just want to say thank you to my husband for his amazing support um, and everything he's done for me to get me through to this, to this place. Thank you to my sponsors. Thank you to Power Station, to you, my coach, Stan Nutrition. Um, it really has been a team effort to get to this point and get me to the athlete of being where I am today. So I couldn't do it without any of you guys. Well, Rob, I know that, um, you know, that means a lot for all of us that, that support you. Know. Very cool. I'll, I'll mute it there and we'll get back to chatting. But that's, that's pretty cool information that a couple, not too long ago, around the Arnold, he was struggling in training. Mm. Struggling to hit that 400 pounds. Uh, I don't know if he was injured or what. I may have missed that part. Um, it could be some... I don't believe they did the log press at the Arnold this year. There, it was the Sear Dumbbell, I think, was the big press event. Or am I wrong? I see. Log. So I think maybe his training wasn't really focusing on that leading up to it. He was focusing on other things or sometimes leading up to a big competition, you get kind of fatigued. And so when you, when you try to go do what you were doing before, your body's just like, uh-uh, uh-uh. Yeah. Not today. Well, that's, I mean, that's a, a magnificent turnaround. I mean, adding mm -hmm. 75 pounds to any oh, yeah. lift in just a couple months you know, yeah. leading up to a big event like this is outstanding. So he's probably definitely spot on in his training and mm -hmm. his nutrition and everything he's got to do. I really, I really enjoy the fact too, that th this is the first interview that I've seen since the deadlift one. And I like how Rob didn't uh, threaten anyone. You know, no. Yeah. He did not calling anyone out for a, a boxing match or anything like that. Nobody offered yeah. him a million dollars. So yeah, you know, there's that. So not yet, not yet, is yeah. what you're saying. <laughs> He's going to fight Robert Oberst, and then they're going to uh, have a log lift off. Yeah. Oh, that would be fun. Some, somebody should pay for that for next year, a, a dueling log lift between them. Now, now, what do you guys think about that? Like, they're obviously going to continue to do these solo record-breaking attempts, which mm -hmm. is cool. And, and the reason I'm, I'm flipping on how I originally felt about it is – one, you know, like you said, Kat, it's going to bring more attention to the sport, which mm -hmm. it definitely needs. Uh, two, you also said this in your podcast. If you haven't listened to Kat's podcast yet, go back a couple episodes and listen to it. It's one of the best shows that we've done so far. Uh, but you dropped a lot of knowledge bombs on there. And you mentioned, too, that back in the day, this is just how it was done. You know, a bunch of people yeah. would just get together and, 
and there'd be a stone there and that would be the the Dublin stone record you know and and you would have to travel to Dublin to go try to do it there wasn't all this you know it's being done in a competition which I don't even right. know the history and competitions started like where they were going to do a weekend or a week of multiple events I don't even know yeah, it was just the spectacle of it. There, nothing is standardized in strongman, which I think is the beauty of it. Things are always different. Um, and so the spectacle of you would just, oh, I'm going to lift this big, heavy thing that looks incredible. And then you're the world record holder and you, you know, you're the guy that lifts um, the, the, the wagon wheel or uh, what was it? Louis Anderson, uh, he lifted the... The, the safes with the coins. Oh yeah. Yeah, like that was his, that was his thing. That was his spectacle. Um, and uh, nobody else could do it. And so I think that at the start, that was, that was what it was. And, and so, I like that. So it's almost like the sport of strawman is getting back to its roots because mm -hmm. of the whole quarantine thing. And mm -hmm. what I would like to see is maybe now, okay, we keep doing these solo records, but I would also like to see head to heads. Like, like yeah. many, like, like, okay. And maybe it even comes down to kind of like, you know, with like, okay, not as extreme as a boxing match where obviously there's some beef there, but maybe like, okay, I can, if I'm a strong man and Frank's a strong man, you know, I put out like a social media post, Hey Frank, I challenge you to X, Y, Z, or, or like I pick an event, you pick an event and then the public picks an event and then we go after it, you know, and we have to meet in the same place and, it's going to be, I don't know, for charity. I'm just, I'm trying to build this mm -hmm. event, you know, like, but I yeah. feel like that would be, that'd be interesting. Yeah, absolutely. I, yeah, um, I think that would be, I think that would be a good way to go about it, especially getting the public involved to see what they mm -hmm. want to do, you know, that'd be, that'd be cool. Yeah. It's always fun when you get the public, then you'd be like, hey, we're going to attempt this. And then the public's there and like, oh, hey, you go for it, you know, try it. And it's like, oh, yeah you, know, you did it, it versus like the, yeah versus we picked it and then you had to go and do it you know yeah have you have you ever been to a show where they've had like a one of those thomas inch dumbbells and they just have no. it, pick it up, go ahead but like i think there's only like a few people in history who can pick it up with one hand you know i remember it's just, it's just fun to try because it's like it's ridiculous at, at one point at one of the weightlifting meets in elmira there was a guy who was there who had these odd gripping things and it would be like, just like the end of a dumbbell and mm -hmm. you had to pick it up. Like you're, you know, like how someone palms and picks up a basketball. Yeah. Like, so you were, you were trying to pick it up like that and it would just instantly just slip through your fingers. So mm -hmm. when, when you said that, that reminded me of that and I couldn't do it. Like it's a, it's <laughs> a, it's so hum Like all those grip things are so humbling mm -hmm. when you can't use a hook grip you know, and rely, rely on that. It's very humbling. That's strongman. I, th I think that's part of the reason strongman loves axles and things. No hook grip. Yeah. Yeah. No hook grip. Get the tacky. That's one, one more, one more difficulty. Yeah. Oh man. So I wonder, oh. we've got the stone record that was just sent. Uh, we got yes. the heavy dumbbell or giant dumbbell. Rob just did the log lift. Uh, mm -hmm. Of course, Thor did the deadlift to kind of open the floodgates to all this. Mm -hmm. What do you think Kat is going to be the next one? I don't know if it's been announced or anything like that. Ooh. Yeah. I haven't looked at the list. What's the next? Let's see. Any <sighs> kind of pull like a giant tank pull or something like that. Yeah, that would be that that's, that's interesting to watch. I feel um, I've heard like you see things like uh, guys have pulled planes and like you think, oh, I've, I've pulled a 747. That's the heaviest thing, the biggest thing you could think. But the planes are actually, I mean, they fly, so they're not actually as heavy as some other, other things people have done. Like I think they pulled a train once. They pulled like two buses. And I think the plane is that was actually lighter than those. Um, so it just looked, it just looked a lot more spectacular. So I feel like I would like to see, I'd like to see like a yoke. I don't know like a hundred foot yoke. Just crazy heavy. Just uh, crazy heavy. Yeah. What, what would the rules be? Is it, it, does it have to be done in one stretch? Can you put it down or anything like that? Um, or is it for time? I think it would be a hundred feet for time. 
um, with a specific weight, or you could say 100 feet unbroken for the heaviest weight you can possibly do. Maybe that I like that. Be more interesting. Yeah, I, I agree. I think seeing a yoke would be pretty awesome. I'm a big fan of the yoke. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm I'd sure. like to see a moving event. Yeah, something something where they, they've got to walk a stretch and do something that a lot of people can relate to. Because I feel like it's really hard for people to relate to maybe a stone or even a yoke or excuse me, a log, you know, unless you've done like regular clean jerks, but everyone's had to carry something heavy so that you know that feeling and you know when you're trying mm -hmm. to move your feet quickly and your grip starts to go or you just got to stop and put it down. So I feel like a yoke is just a, a relatable thing. Yeah, I'd love to see a moving event on these. These have been I'm fairly static. Um, I mean, even a stone over bar, I mean, you're not, you're not traveling with anything. Um, but I don't like to say anything bad about stones because I love, I love stones. Yeah. Um, but about, they've been more static. Any, I'd like any to see tire stuff? a moving event. What about like tires? Like uh, is tire, I've never seen, uh, do, do they not flip things in professional strongman? Or is like tire flipping just kind of like a really not really considered a straw man thing, but it kind of bleeds into it a little bit. It's definitely strong man. Um, I believe they have gone away from it. Um, they used to do it in world strongest man competition due to bicep injuries. Um, mm -hmm. A lot of bicep tears happen on uh, tire flips. So I feel that, like that makes sense. It seemed like they went, they were in, everyone was tire flipping, and then it just seemed like they just disappeared. And then a couple of years ago, I started seeing them again, popping up in competition, but very seldom. Very and cool. I think it was due to the injury rate. I want to see one of the events where they uh, throw something like a keg or an anvil or whatever over the, I don't know how tall the, the bar is, but those are my favorite to watch. Oh yes, yeah, that would be a good. That would be another good world record to watch. You know, how how heavy can you go and throw it? How how tall are those uh, apparatuses usually? They look like they've got to be at least like fifteen feet high. Yeah, usually um, it's like twelve for women and then fourteen for men if they're okay. keeping a fixed height. Yeah, I'd like to see that too. I think, like again, I think that's another relatable thing. Like who hasn't done that with like a basketball or something, you know, right. just trying to launch it behind you. Mm -hmm. And now you see some yeah. guy doing that with like, I, I don't even know what the record is for that or yeah. how heavy they can do that. What they usually go for a certain number, right? Is it not during the competitions? Is it usually for a number of reps, like how many they can throw over or is it for load or do they do both? In competition, it's usually um, easier to like give you like three bags and then um, you gotta get them over a, a fixed bar height for time. Right. So I've done it, it's been like, you know, 20, 25, 30 pound bags that you gotta throw over a bar. Right. And then okay. wins. But I think um, at the Arnold this year, they actually did a, uh, go for the heaviest. And I think the bar height was fixed at something crazy, like 18 feet for guys. I feel like I would be lucky to get it over my head and not hit myself or have it fall on me. Like, well, that's got to like be the scariest thing to throw it back, not straight up and straight down, right? Like you yeah. got to get a certain trajectory on it or it's going to come mm -hmm. right back down on you. It's a, uh, yeah, it's, it's a lot about technique. I mean, it is about strength, of course, but mm -hmm. the strongest guy in the world, if he doesn't have the right technique behind it, um, it's, You'll, you'll get the, uh, this is the saying, you never say this to a Highland Gameser. Um, you had the height, right? You'll get it high enough, but it won't actually go over the bar. Mm. So uh, that's, that's really the, the trick with that, getting it to go over the bar and not just go So that, that's like a, an insult in the Highland Games athlete community? Yeah, yeah it's just, it's kind of like salt in the wound, like, oh, it was high enough, but get it over no, that doesn't that makes count. sense. So now we know if we're ever in the stands just watching, you, you don't yell out, oh, well, you had the hype, buddy. Good job. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, hot tip. Never say that on that event. <laughs> this, uh, this video we're is tossing. Cool. Oh, I'd like to see right that. The, the brief history of the log lift record, world record. Uh, looks oh, like yeah. they posted this back in May and 
you're, you're seeing a lot of lifts from Zadrunas and a lot of lifts from Bill Kazmaier. And it looks like um, this guy, Big Laws, is going through, you know, a lot yes. of the history. That'd be something cool for people to check out and kind of see some of these lifts. I saw Bill Kazmaier wasn't even taking off the ground. They had the log just kind of propped up and then he just kind of rocked it sideways into his, to his lap and then went overhead. So. Yeah, I think um, 1980 was the first appearance and I don't think any of anybody had ever touched a log. So it was like, okay, I'm learning on the fly. And uh, that first competition, um, the best lift was 157 kilograms. So 346 pounds. Oh, wow. let's go, James. Come on. There we go. That's We got this. Let's do yeah. it. That's in our, 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 so, uh, our sign. Yeah, if you want to match Bill Kazmaier's very first log lift. That's you the see, goal. I think that, that's a pretty cool that's a pretty cool goal for anyone yeah. looking to get in a strongman. It's like, don't look at what they're doing now. Like, oh, yeah, right, like, right. Try to be 70s and 80s good, and, yeah. and that'll be pretty a pretty good goal. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Last, last night I went through and I, uh, I was looking at the history of how the, the world record had changed. And Bill Kazmaier held it, I think, until like 1992. And then Jamie Reeves had it with like 180 kilograms, 396 pounds. It um, changed hands, uh, I think, twice more. So then Sven Carlson in 2002, the record was 185 kilograms, 407 pounds. Year later, it went up to 190, four, uh, 418 pounds. And then starting in 2004, no other man has held the log lift world record other than Zadruna Saviscus. Wow. 200 kilograms in 2004. And then in 2015 is when he did the 228. I don't know, like that trying to think uh, it's like it just doesn't seem possible that someone will beat it like is there anyone out there on the scene that you think is going to be a threat or could be one so two weeks ago tom stoltman he's the same guy that holds the atlas stone world record he just did uh, 636 pounds um he attempted 230 and he was pretty close to hitting it but he did not make it wow that was a few weeks ago. So I would say he's certainly a threat. Do you think that they would have Zadrunas judge that lift? They, they did. He, oh, they did? Just like now, just like on, on Rob's lift, they had Zadrunas do it. That's pretty cool. I trust Zadrunas. He seems like a very honorable competitor and lifter. So I think he's, he, he's the right man for it. Yeah, he is. I've met him a few times. He's... He's very nice. I mean, he's like a, a true gentle giant. And uh, I have this audio, you can't see me, but I'm actually wearing my I pressed a log with a big Z shirt. Oh, nice. Because I went see, to one of his seminars. Awesome. So you came prepared. You had the log shirt on. So oh, I, yeah. Said, yeah. All right. So I feel like we should kind of take a little bit of credit today for this lift that was made. I mean, I went over to Albany CrossFit and I PR'd my log lift. You've got the shirt on. Frank was lifting this morning. So I feel like, you know, you're welcome, Rob. If you're ever going to listen to this, you're, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure all my snatches and cleans really helped him out. <laughs> yeah. It's, every, everyone lifting today help, helped him out a little bit. So, so Kat, um, one more question for you. Yeah, is this a, uh, a ladies' women's strongman event too? Like who holds the records for those? Absolutely. So right now, the world and American record are held uh, by the same person, uh, Danielle Vahi. She has a 285-pound uh, log lift that she did last year, and that is, let me look, sorry, I have the conversion here. Oh yeah, check it out. 129 and a half kilograms. So um so yeah, she's an American woman. Uh, she did it last year, I think, a Static Monsters competition, which is just log lift and deadlift competition. And 285 is the best lift any woman has ever lifted on the log. Uh, uh, at the Arnold, Kristen Rhodes attempted 300. Um, 
but um, she was close, but she she didn't make that. So 285 still stands. So how close was she? Like she she got the clean, but really missed the jerk, or she got the clean and kind of barely missed the jerk. Um, she got the clean. I think the the jerk was a little bit kind of like you know how you like you think you've got it at arm's length and you just you lose it. Like it it's just not in the right position. She's certainly um, getting it above her head, but I think um, I think she can get it. I think she can get it this year, perhaps. I'm not wow. sure it's going. I think she is very close. So um, certainly, I think this year is a possibility. But I don't know if she's I don't know if she's if she's training for that possibility. But Jim Shark World yeah. Ultimate. That, that's like podcast. Yeah, that that's like give her uh, give her a live stream. Th- yeah, they should. I mean, like I would, I I'd want to see you know the world's strongest lady or one of them doing mm-hmm. three hundred pounds. That would be incredible. That's a big yeah. lift for for anyone. Like in, in and, weightlifting. Um, I think she was in the open women. Um, Daniel Vahi's, uh so she's in the open weight class. If we're talking like lightweight women, um, the lightweight record is Leah Falcone. Uh, 225 pounds. I know she's hit more in training, but an official record was 225. And then I think for middleweight women, so lightweight women would be under 140, under 141. And then middleweight under 180, the record is 245, I believe, by uh, Leifa Ingalls. Wow. I, I just want to be able to do a little bit of that. That's my goal. It's my goal for myself. Uh, my goal for myself is to get to 200 pounds. How about that? I want to yeah. get the double, double, double digits for the, oh. uh, for the log there. Oh, well, yeah. awesome. That, that's, that would be good. Thank you guys for coming on. Uh, we had to scramble a little bit again to get this going. Uh, I'm glad we didn't miss it because, you know, that certainly would have stunk if we didn't even get to see the attempt. So we got to watch them live. We got to talk mm-hmm. all about strong men and log lifts. Uh, any closing thoughts, Frank, on what we saw here today? Um, yeah, I mean, really, I think, you know, I like that they're running it like any other meet, whether it be weightlifting or strongman. Like, they're sticking to a certain number of attempts. He's not taking extra bonus attempts to try and stretch the record out. You know, he's like, this is my three lifts. That's what I'm going to do, and that's where we're going to leave it. So, um, hopefully, we see him back soon going for, you know, 230 or something you know i mean i think he looked pretty good that that was a pretty good looking lift so hopefully he's got a little bit more in the tank and we see it definitely definitely i definitely want to see more uh cat closing thoughts on what we saw yeah um i think it's it's pretty exciting that we're getting up there and these weights you know we're we're constantly pushing um not that i want to see zadrunas's record fall because i love i love big z but you know, I always want to see us pushing further and further, you know, beyond. And I think Rob has a really good chance of, of pushing that limit um, in the near future. And it would be, I think, the first time since Bill Kazmaier that an American holds the record, world record, if that does happen. So that's pretty exciting. Um, and if it gets a little more attention on Strongman, you know, uh, yeah, that's the ultimate goal. Can't can't go wrong, you know. I I agree with both of you. I would, I I feel like this is a sport and an activity that definitely needs more attention. Mm-hmm. And I just love the variety how they're going to continue to do this. Like I said, I've completely flipped my stance. I want to see more. I want to see it every week. Yeah. I want one a week of just seeing crazy, you know, uh, feats of strength. And I think it's going to really motivate people and give mm-hmm. people different goals. And it's just a great thing to see. And I like how they've standardized it to an extent. I know after the deadlift record, we were all like, oh man, is he going to go for a fourth? And we were really hoping he would mm-hmm. go for a fourth. And I'm really glad that they kept it reined in. Okay. You got mm-hmm. three attempts. It's kind of cool that they let us know what those attempts are going to be in advance. So we, we know what to expect and we can kind of, you know, think of process this whole thing. So I, I think this is a beautiful thing and I don't know how could, you know how you could do this with weightlifting or powerlifting I, I think powerlifting needs to do stuff like this you know like maybe not weightlifting weightlifting is pretty popular but I think uh, everyone should be doing this this is just a cool thing 
I hate to say it, I feel like weightlifting is almost, I mean, really equipped to do it. I mean, the barbells, I mean, everything is very standardized. So I just feel like it's easy. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, I just feel like it would be easier to get the right equipment into the right hands. And I mean, only certain few people are even going to be able to challenge the records. So, yeah. My, my only concern is with weightlifting, I know they're, I'll say sneaky, mm. you know, around the world. Uh, there's, but I, I think, you know what, here's a prediction. Things are rough in weightlifting, obviously, because of anti-doping and all these things that are coming right. out. Yeah, that is something. If, if weightlifting is ever removed from the Olympics, this is when I think stuff like this will start to happen. You know, they'll still have, you know, probably national championships and world championships, unless once it's out of the Olympics, countries just decide, well, that's kind of it. We're not going to fund this sport anymore. But I think you could definitely put something together like this and mm -hmm. a company like Core Sports and Gymshark and maybe even Rogue will probably start to reach out to like, your Lashas and other people and be like, look, we want to do this just like Strongman. Uh, can we see you snatch 500 pounds? And Lash would be like, why, well, yes, you can. I imagine he's very polite. He's like, yes, sir, sure. <laughs> yeah, can we do that? oh, absolutely. And, you know, um, Strongman will try to poach some of those athletes, you know. <laughs> come over, Lasha, come to Strongman. There you go. And then we're right back to Frank's scenario on mm -hmm. watching Lasha do a 600-pound log or some crazy thing. That, that yeah, is not far off. No. I think he I think he could uh he could give it a run. I like I said, I think out of all the events, this would be the one that you'd see a weightlifter be able to transition over. Everything else would be, you know, way too you know, over their head, I think, but you know, right now in the shape Lash is in for weightlifting, I think he might be able to put up a pretty respectable log. Mm, I respectfully disagree. I actually think weightlifters would be excellent at some of the other strongman events. I I don't know. Explosive, I, I, you're fast. I mean, I, mean, I guess you're not traveling distances, but yeah, I I I, I worry about some of the specific, um, you know, like I think they're you know the grippy stuff would be okay. I think they've got mm -hmm. pretty strong hands, but I would I would be you know pretty impressed if if a weightlifter walked in and was able to hang with any of these guys in, in, you know, in a lot of these events, yeah. that's for sure. Well, given time, they, they, they probably yeah. could. I, I mean, I, yeah, I'm flight. just looking at the way they're built. Like, look at like, you know, you look yeah. at like Lasha, right? And like his weight, his, his legs are huge, but he doesn't have like the chest that like half Thor has, you know what I mean? Like, you know, mm -hmm. I, I think they're just built different. Like I don't see him being like quite the presser that some of these guys are or some of that stuff, you know? Just like you wouldn't expect, you know, Thor to go out and snatch 220, you know, right? Because of, you know, mobility and some other things, you know, that, that's my opinion. I could be way off base, but. Um, I think the thing I feel, I feel like a, a weightlifter, and this is just my opinion. I feel like weightlifting translates better than powerlifting. Yeah. Um, to strongman. So I feel like an, a, an Olympic weightlifter would be more successful coming over, even though powerlifting seems to translate more, more. I just, um, I think weightlifters given a little bit of training, I think, um, they would be better adapted to strongman. And, uh, right. if you don't uh, know, uh, you guys have probably heard of Mikhail Koklaev. Maybe not. Is, is he, um, not. Russian Rus weightlifter Russian who, dude? yeah, Russian weightlifter who, um, did strongman and he was he was fairly successful he never won but he was he was a top guy did he pass away recently mikhail kokoyev yeah no. oh god i don't know no no i'm thinking of that i'm thinking of a different russian powerlifter then i i think mikhail's he's like one of klokov's buddies right really yeah, big guy he makes yeah, the jokes he, he's maybe he okay he was um he he was he was a split jerker and and in his day split jerking and strongman was like that's cheating <laughs> how could you do that um but yeah he was his his background in olympic lifting was i think a, an asset and i'm always would, a fan of split jerking and strongman i would say like to go back to what you guys were talking about on like who would be better? What I would like to see 
is for things to kind of go back to how they were at one point in time where these strong people were, they did it all, you know, like, like Arnold did bodybuilding, but he also competed in powerlifting and weightlifting and strongman. And you just kind of, you were just a strength athlete. You know, I think it'd be very interesting to see things kind of shift that way where you're someone who dabbles in a little bit of everything and you might even get CrossFit. Yeah, well, no, no, no. no yeah, let's not go that way. No. That's, that, yeah, that's too extreme. Too extreme. I'm talking about. Well, like, think, uh, think about it. Think about games. Think about it, the games if they rolled out and did, added a bodybuilding contest, a strongman event. You know, they, they could go any direction right now. That's all I'm saying. I'm not going to get into it. That's the whole other show. But, you know, well, you know the, the well, door's wide open. If, if you do that show, James, you better have me on. Yeah. That would be incredible. Like, I, 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 I would love to see that, Frank. I would love them to be like, you know what? We're going to have a weightlifting meet. We're going to do some stone over bar. And you're also going to all get on stage in bikinis and, and, uh, and, and banana hammocks. And we're going to judge you. And, yeah, and then and you're going to you know do what? an Ironman. And then, you know, we'll see who the fittest is. Yeah, like, let's, let's just like, uh, I would just love to see it kind of move to that way where you have like kind of Renaissance men and women who they do it all, you know, and, and really like with CrossFit, like that might pop up in competition, but I want to see someone who's going to the IPF uh, uh, powerlifting, doing well there, and then also competing in strongman. And then also you see them at the world championships in weightlifting and, and they just do a little bit of everything and they're clean. That's also another thing that I would like to see, you know, they're clean. You are a dreamer. I know. I, I dream. <laughs> uh, well, awesome guys. Thank you so much for coming on today. Uh, again, you know, we, we made it happen. The team got together and uh, Frank, where can people follow you? See all your, uh, at, see all your feats of strength. Um, yeah. I'm on Instagram at uh, Frank underscore Ford underscore. Awesome. Cat. Uh, so Instagram um, at strong caddy um, or if you want to find me on Facebook, you can look for the longest name you've ever seen. Catherine Toniati Yanilovich. Yep. And Frank, you weren't here, but I totally nailed the pronunciation, the whole thing. Did you? Okay. I, I, I hope you got my pronunciation too. James. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I hope it's, I did. So it's very difficult. All nine letters of my name. Yep. I was tempted to try <laughs> You know, just now I was tempted to try your name again, Kat, and I'm like, just I'm gonna stop while I'm ahead. Like next show, next show I'll try it again, and we'll just see if I can keep this trend going. Awesome. Nothing can be worse than the priest that married us. He butchered it beyond. Oh really? <laughs> what did yeah. he say? He didn't get either name right. He like he was like Tontanetti Yanulovich. <laughs> it was crazy. Good enough. He said that, and everyone laughed. <laughs> oh, man. He was announcing us as husband and wife, and then everyone laughed because it was so bad. Oh gosh, that's funny. Well, Very romantic. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you guys uh, for anyone listening. Uh, make sure you follow the Barbell Strikes Back on Instagram. Follow James A. McDermott on Instagram. Head on over to iTunes and give the show a review and leave a five star rating if you think we deserve it. Hopefully, you enjoyed this episode, and we hope to do more of them because there's going to hopefully be more feats of strength coming up in the future and we will get the time correct and and the, all the proper information and <laughs> not just trust the post put up by rogue fitness going to look up multiple sources and uh and we'll, we'll get it going thank you guys thanks james you're welcome thank you